Hey, it's Rick Kettner here. And in this episode, we're going to explore 10 of the very best leadership books. Now, leadership is one of the most valuable skills in all of business. Not only is it very useful if you're a CEO or a manager or something like that, but almost anybody can benefit from these same skills when it comes to inspiring or influencing or leading other people. So regardless of your specific role in business. If you're interested in becoming a more effective leader, then these books can most certainly help. So let's dive straight into the list, beginning with book number one, Start With Why by Simon Sinek. It's very common to hear leaders talk about what their organization does. And in some cases, they might go a step further and talk about how they do what they do. And often, this is a very powerful way to differentiate what it is that they do from competitors that might do something similar. But as this book explains, the most effective leaders really focus on why they do what they do, the deeper purpose behind their organization and what it is that they're setting out to accomplish in the world. And so this book is all about how to identify and communicate your why, that deeper purpose, so that you can inspire other people to take action on the behalf of your organization. So, for example, customers or employees or even fans or supporters of your organization or the change that you're seeking to create in the world. So, very important to get very clear on the deeper purpose behind your organization if you want to inspire people and if you want people to be far more loyal to your organization over the long term. Now, if you're interested in learning more about this book, I do have a follow-up episode where I dive deeper into my three favorite takeaways from the book, and you can find a link to that down in the episode description box. But let's continue on to Measure What Matters by John Doerr. As an organization grows in size, it can become more and more difficult to clarify and effectively communicate the objectives or the strategic goals of the organization in a way that drives the right actions on behalf of everybody within the organization. And so as bureaucracy grows, it can be more and more difficult for individual teams or even individual contributors to really understand the most important things that they can be working on to move the organization forward. And so even though teams can be working at full capacity, they might not be working on the right things, and thus the overall objectives of the organization can really be slowed down. And so this book, is about a superior approach to managing an organization's goals in a much more effective way. And so it's called Objectives and Key Results, also referred to as OKRs. And this is a proven system that's been used by companies like Google and Intel and even organizations like the Gates Foundation. And this approach makes a large organization feel much more nimble like a startup. It's much easier to manage the overall direction of the organization and to have that trickle down into all the different teams and all the different contributors so they understand how they can move things forward and how they can ultimately contribute to the organization being much more successful. So if you're in a growing business and you feel like the overall progress of the business is starting to slow, this is a very powerful book on how to manage the goals of an organization in a much more effective way. Let's continue on to Trillion Dollar Coach by Eric Schmidt, Jonathan Rosenberg, and Alan Eagle. 
Some of the most inspiring and impactful leaders of all time can be found in the technology category. People like Steve Jobs and Tim Cook of Apple, Larry Page, Sergey Brin, and Eric Schmidt from Google, Mark Zuckerberg and Sheryl Sandberg from Facebook, and of course, Jeff Bezos from Amazon. But what do all of these industry titans have in common? Well, they all happen to gather together in one place to celebrate the life of Bill Campbell, the trillion dollar coach talked about in this book. Now, you may have never heard of Bill Campbell before, it's a name that I heard a lot actually in various technology books prior to reading this book, but it wasn't until I read this book that I realized just how incredibly influential Bill Campbell was and how he had incredible close relationships with so many of the tech industry titans. So this book documents his life, tells a little bit about what made him such an incredibly influential person, and it breaks down his very unique leadership style. So if you're interested in a very inspiring book when it comes to leadership, I recommend that you pick up a copy of Trillion Dollar Coach. Let's continue on to Leaders Eat Last by Simon Sinek. There are two kinds of dangers that people face when they're working inside of an organization. There are outside dangers and there are inside dangers. So when it comes to outside dangers, this would include things like direct competitors, alternative solutions in the marketplace, and even things like market conditions, all of which can threaten the organization as a whole. When it comes to internal dangers, this can include things like personal conflict, intimidation, and even things like humiliation. This book explains how great leaders create a circle of safety within their organization. And the goal here is to minimize or ideally eliminate internal dangers so that people in the team not only feel safer, they're able to cooperate more effectively, and they're able to direct more of their energy towards addressing the outside dangers, which ultimately allow the organization to thrive much more effectively. Now, if you're interested in learning a little bit more about this book, I do have a follow-up episode where I cover three of my favorite insights, and you can find a link to that down in the episode description box. Next on the list is Multipliers by Liz Weissman and Greg McEwen. At a high level, there are two distinct approaches to leadership. The first is to try to be the genius that everybody turns to when they're in a bind. You're there to save the day. You're there to jump in and solve the problem when something goes wrong. The second approach is to find ways to unlock the genius in everybody else on the team to give them opportunities to overcome major obstacles and ultimately to allow them to be smarter, more capable, and more effective when it comes to what they're able to contribute to the team. So of course, this book is all about that second approach. It's about being a multiplier. It's about taking other people's incredible skills and their unique genius and bringing it together to make the team significantly more effective and less reliant on any one leader. So it's a very important approach if you want the team and the organization to be much more effective. So if you're interested in becoming a multiplier or if you're concerned that you might be an accidental diminisher, this book can help you make sure that you're moving in the right direction to support and ultimately help others be more effective in their roles. Next up, we have Primal Leadership 
by Daniel Goleman, Richard Boyatzis, and Annie McKee. When people try to describe what makes a leader so effective, they tend to focus on things like strategy or vision or brilliant ideas. And yet, what this book explains is that the best leaders really focus on emotional resonance. They look to make a connection with the people that they're aiming to lead, and they prioritize that above other things like strategy or vision or the things that we traditionally associate with great leaders. And so this book really focuses on emotional intelligence and how valuable it can be when it comes to leading people. And it also breaks down, probably my favorite takeaway from the book, is it breaks down six different unique approaches to leadership, including visionary, coaching, affiliative, democratic, pace-setting, and commanding. Each one of these styles can be very effective in different situations, and the book explains exactly how and when to use each style to be a more effective leader. Let's continue on to The Dichotomy of Leadership by Jocko Willink and Leif Babin. Great leadership often involves striking a balance between two different extremes. For example, training hard versus training smart, discipline versus creativity, confidence versus humility, empowering versus micromanaging, and leading versus following. This book is all about how to strike a better balance when it comes to the various dichotomies that you will almost certainly encounter as a leader. It covers 12 different principles, 12 different examples, and they're broken down into three categories. Number one, balancing your people. Number two, balancing the mission. And number three, balancing yourself. Each one is explored with practical examples from real-world situations that make it very easy to digest the information and apply it within your own business or organization. Let's continue on to The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership by John C. Maxwell. There are so many different, unique skills associated with great leaders that it's no surprise that many leaders might have strengths in some areas and weaknesses in other areas. Now, fortunately for many leaders, their strengths can often carry them through situations where perhaps their weaknesses could potentially be an issue. And yet every once in a while, we often face situations where we're not entirely prepared or where our weaknesses end up showing and we're not as effective as we could be. So this book breaks down 21 different insights that relate to leadership and it allows you to really identify both your strengths and your weaknesses so that you can not only focus on your strengths but also shore up some of your weaknesses or simply identify them not only to improve them but to perhaps focus more on areas or situations where your strengths are gonna be better leveraged. So just a really great resource if you're looking to become a more well-rounded and more effective leader. Next up is The Culture Code by Daniel Coyle. A recurring theme in leadership is the value of building a very strong internal culture. And this is important, of course, because People are much more effective when they're collaborating than when they're working in isolation or otherwise working alone. And so 
While there are many great books on this subject, including one or two within this list, this is one of my personal favorites when it comes to establishing a very strong culture. And this book focuses on three fundamentals of great organizations, including building safety, sharing vulnerability, and establishing purpose. So if you want to go deeper into the topic of building a strong internal culture, then I highly recommend that you pick up a copy of The Culture Code. Last but not least is Who, Not How by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. As I mentioned earlier, leaders are very often tempted to take charge or to jump in when facing a new opportunity or a new challenge. Our default response is often how, as in how can I do this or how can I solve this? But great leaders really shift from how to who. So instead of asking how can I solve this, we need to ask who can solve this for me? So this book is all about achieving bigger goals through teamwork and collaboration. It's all about getting very clear on the outcomes that you're seeking to achieve and then allowing other people to have the autonomy and the control necessary to achieve those outcomes on your behalf. Because of course, as a leader, you have very limited time and energy. So it's critical that we turn to others to achieve important tasks and objectives. Now, if you're interested in learning more about this book, I do have a follow-up episode that covers three of my favorite takeaways from the book in more detail, and you can find a link to that down in the episode description box. But anyway, those are 10 of the very best leadership books to read. If you're interested in related topics like product management or digital marketing or entrepreneurship or even business strategy, I do have dedicated reading lists that tackle those topics and several others, and I'll link those up for you down in the episode description box. But that's it for this episode. If you have any questions or comments about anything that we covered here, let me know down in the comment section. If you're interested in more content like this in the future, I recommend that you subscribe or follow my updates on social media. Thank you for tuning in, and I look forward to connecting with you again in a future episode.